Welcome back to Beyond the Blue Podcast, everyone. I'm Nathan. My name's Jermaine. And welcome to the first episode. Let's go. So, yeah. since this is the first episode, it's just the two of us, normally we'd bring in a guest or two to talk about their own experiences with mentorship. But because it's just the first episode, we thought we'd give you an insight on our lives in the mentorship type of point of view. Yeah, for the most part, we want you guys to get to know us because we'll be stuck together for however long this goes on for. But yeah, um, do you want to start us off with your experience and mentorship and how you kind of, you know, had your experiences within the cadet program? Yeah, sure. So I've always been a kind of quieter cadet sometimes. I know it doesn't seem like it, but I've always been more of a back in the back of the class, listen, learn, don't really participate, right? But I've always, I've, I've always found mentors who've, who've always pushed me to try to get out of my comfort zone and try something new. And it's really helped me as a cadet in life and in cadets because when you get out there and you do something, you learn a lot better than if you're just watching people do it. And honestly, I don't think I would have ever willingly by myself gone out and done things I, I've done because of these people. Yeah, like, do you want to give us a couple examples? Uh, yeah, so, um, it, uh, in, during my first year in cadets, I was very into just in the back, not really doing anything, just kind of watching, right? But I was, I don't remember who it was, but one of the sergeants told me to come and show the class how it's done, because they saw me do it during uh, opening parade, and well... I did it and it really boosted my confidence in myself because I didn't really believe myself in myself back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like my favorite part about this podcast is how similar me and you are, Um, let alone just entire media team. I think we're all fairly introverted in comparison to like a lot of the other seniors. So like this is a pretty chill podcast. Um, Yeah, for me, I think um, I like to talk about like uh, my very first mentors within the cadet program. So for those of you who are kind of with 918, like during the olden, olden days when we were first getting started, uh, for me, it was Sergeant Quinn and Sergeant Lee. So I we used to have flights that were named after mythical creatures, and I was in Valkyrie flight. Those two were my first mentors. And it was really cool because Valkyrie was led by the drill commander, um, yeah, Sergeant Quinn, which we all know as Wotu Quinn now, she was in charge of Doe team, and therefore Valkyrie was a pretty drill-focused flight, and I didn't really realize it, but over time I learned skills like, um, what's that word, discipline and, like, obedience, and, like, I definitely got a lot of my, um, instruction following skills because of that, and... Yeah, something else I'd um, like to mention is how, ooh, uh, at one point I wasn't banned. I was in Thunderbird flight for three hours. Um, really? I didn't know I, you were there. Seriously? Uh, I, I mean, sorry, we were really, I didn't, like, I really didn't know. No, literally, like, <laughs> you kind of helped me with, uh, Bass Drum, was it? Yeah. I might have. Um, I've helped a lot of people. Yeah. 
it yeah. kind of sucks. I mean, like, I was really nervous, so I didn't actually do it. But then I dropped out of band because I was kind of behind on school. But like, uh, I don't really know if a lot of people remember, but one of our older seniors who is no longer with us, um, Flight Sergeant Mai Christina, she was the drum major and she helped me a lot within the three hours to, you know, really catch up, which was really impressive of her. And as well as back then, we're an officer second class Cosbeal. Um, yeah, definitely a cool mentor. And through being in Thunderbird, I learned a lot about facing fears and actually being within the spotlight. Because I know if you're in band, you're, you know, a lot of eyes are on you. You kind of, you know, keep us all in step. And I, I applaud everyone in band who was doing in person and who was still doing online. You guys are really carrying us, whether you know it or not. But yeah, definitely there's a lot of opportunity for growth at 918 and yeah definitely a lot of mentorship and it's i think the best part about it is how like we're kind of growing without really knowing it um yeah yeah well talking about sergeant uh flight sergeant mai um she helped me a lot back when i when we were at 781 right because i joined band halfway through the year so i was really behind um i played a instrument that no one else had most people had barely even heard of but luckily uh back then sergeant mai had experience with the bass clarinet so she was able to help me out and it was really scary because you know how like in band they like do the march pass and then you're expected to know what song to play yeah right yeah yeah i didn't know so people would just start playing music and i'd be very confused on which song we were playing and how they knew when to play it. But she helped mm -hmm. me through it, and it really was a lot easier to get into band because she was there to guide me through it. Did you have a lot of experience like with the bass clarinet when you first started? I had, I believe, a year of experience. Okay, so not too bad. Yeah. Pretty good. Mm. Well, um, so yeah. to continue, um... Jeremy, well, I'm sorry. You were accelerated as a cadet, right? Because you weren't, you didn't join cadet when you turned 12. You joined, when did you join? I joined when I was 15. So I you joined, joined when he was my age. Yeah, so yep. for those who don't know, being accelerated is a very different experience than what um, everyone else who joins at 12 goes through because you basically miss out on um a few levels of your cadet training which means in order to get accelerated you have to learn a lot more a lot faster mm -hmm. right so how about you tell us about your experience through acceleration yeah so i i was talking with my mom one day um we were talking about like different career plans and like what i should do in college and i accidentally told her i was interested in aviation yeah, so long story short, I ended up in the air cadet program when I was 15, but that also happened to be the same year I was starting high school, so I'm not going to lie, it was actually really, like, it was it was pretty tough. Um, I remember the first day I came to cadets, like, I saw a drill and I'm like, why does everyone look like robots? This is very unusual for me. I don't know. Well, I know so confused. I'll I'll tell you, you you missed out because when when we joined, um, they did it in like you know those like dance studios, where like the ground mm -hmm. is ho hollow. Yeah. Right. So they would like do drill, right? And you'd hear an attention, 
and then you'd hear a giant thump. And you'd be oh, scared. Seriously? You'd be scared out of your mind because you just hear an, like a cannon go off. Like their feet? Because they all went down, right? And it just sounds like yeah. a cannon. Yeah, you're right. It actually kind of does. Especially like when we're getting ready for ACR and then our drill gets extra good and everything's yeah. in one step. It's pretty intense. It was but... even worse because it was like a drill. Uh, it was a dance studio, so like the ground's hollow, so there's like mm-hmm. nothing underneath. So you can just hear the the ground just vibrates underneath you wait this was at 781 right yes yeah um okay yeah but yeah for the most part i i don't really have anything else to compare my cadet journey to so i think i find it easier than a lot of other people would just because like i i just remembered like a lot of people saying wow like that's i can never do that but i'm like well this is this is what i have to deal with but yeah um for the most part, I think the hardest part about being accelerated is kind of like the expectations placed upon you because when you're in level three, that means you're a junior NCO and they're already kind of gearing up to like take on more of a senior position, more leadership roles. So that was um, kind of, it, it was just, I guess, culture shock, if you will. Um, like yeah, I think what... Is. Do your boots and like uniform and drill while also having to like learn how to teach people and like these lessons yeah yeah actually no like when i first got my uniform i did the laces wrong because i was like doing you know like how you see on sneakers they're like yeah, yeah, crossing, yeah. Crisscross them. it was it was kind of embarrassing um but it's well, okay like, I eventually i feel yeah? like that, that like that does say, say something about like cadets because i do remember back when i was in level one um i was very very bad at polishing my boots so i tried to find help from people and i really couldn't get a straight answer on how like to polish your boots right and like mm-hmm. at 781 for like for sure but like i feel like there's like a thing about cadets where like if you're accelerated you're expected to know stuff that you're yeah. taught at a younger level so they just don't teach you so you're like mm-hmm. faced with a lot of embarrassment just because you never learned these things yeah it's it's no one's fault really um yeah. i have to say like even though i wasn't in band a lot of kids who helped me like a lot of the kids who helped me happened to be in band for example um sergeant Nodderbrock, who is no longer with us again but like yeah i don't know i just there's something really welcoming about cadets it sound like they, they died no, 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 they just, they're, <laughs> no, I, no longer with I'm, us, they died, <laughs> no, yeah, they, just, they left me because of uh, school works, or because they moved, yeah, yeah, and, you know, some of them have jobs now, right, yeah, so, yeah, um, it was great, um, I think for me, um, a lot of my learning came from mock boards, so for those of you who don't are it's essentially when you prepare to go and take a scholarship course by doing a really big board interview they don't really have those anymore it's relatively smaller selective process but essentially what it would be is um cadets would take a couple months to prepare for an interview and then they would go to Innisfail and they would have an interview and that would basically serve as their qualifying exam so for me i wanted to take an advanced aviation airport operations course so i did a lot of preparation for that and i really do believe that if i didn't do that then i would not be as strong as of of a kid i am 
my uniform improved greatly. I learned how to sew properly. My boots got shinier. Um, my drill even got better. I learned how to salute properly. Um, my speaking skills improved a lot because of that. Um, and yeah, pretty much just, yeah. I think the biggest takeaway from my first year is like, say yes to as many things as you can. Um, Absolutely. I admit that now, like, I, I don't I don't have the most, like, the biggest confidence when it comes to speaking. But um, I, I do think that, like, I got a lot of experience um, through, like, mock boards and just, like, getting in the habit of presenting the best version of yourself right um yeah so there was that and also effective speaking yeah i did a lot of activities actually but yeah it was what jermaine was talking about effective speaking uh marksmanship biathlon all these things younger cadets do them while you have the chance because when you get to high school you get a lot more work from school and like you're expected a lot more in cadets so these opportunities don't fade away but like they become harder to do because it's just way too much for you to handle sometimes mm. talking about mock boards i remember uh, like or boards in general i remember helping uh dylan wong who's no longer with us our old chief study for his wo one boards so yeah, we were we were coming back from a church event, and he had he happened to have his um, the questions that were given to him for the boards with him. So he asked me to ask him a few, because how the boards work is that they give you a question pool and then they ask you certain ones at random. So you should you study all of them, right? So he just asked me to ask him a few random ones from each section, and I did, and it really helped me understand um how he thought of cadets and the influence it had on him and it really helped me start to become more motivated in cadets because i was never one to be motivated by cadets yeah um are there any like other activities that stick out to you that like really helped you um or like any other like seniors that you believe helped you like from a mentorship position? Yeah, so uh, I feel like Sergeant Chan helped me a lot because even though she'd never really performed anything one-on-one -on -one or mentored me in person or like directly, I feel like her like just her being there has helped me through cadets a lot. Mm -hmm. um yeah i definitely double that because one of my goals this year was to teach more often and seeing as how she was top instructor now she's in a i think she's a training support nco so i i've worked closely with her a lot this year and it, it's cool how, her method of teaching because she teaches but sometimes you don't even know she's doing it and then you leave her lesson with this huge influx of knowledge, um, definitely really chill. Um, yeah, Fletcher is great. Um, so yeah, I would second you on that. Yeah, like, for example, it wasn't really a mentoring thing, but it helped me find motivation in cadets. I know that sounds really bad, but um, because of her, during the Battle of Britain parade, um, we were tasked with handing out the flyers, and C.B. Wong, um, he wouldn't take a flyer, and... Uh, we kind of made a big deal of it out of it because well we were being petty so uh, after the parade 
they gave us the rest of the flyers and told us to do like throw them out or like do whatever we wanted with them. And seeing that uh, CV Wong didn't take one on the day of the parade, I made it my goal to give it give him one for the rest of the year every Wednesday. Of course, that got cut short because of the pandemic. Um, I ended up throwing them all out, but I, I did my goal um, until the very last day of cadets. I, I gave him a flyer every week. Do you think he's thrown all of them out yet? <laughs> Last last I checked, they were in his uh, binder thing. Okay, cool. That's yeah. nice. It's a nice little inside joke. Yes, indeed. Well, um, I know for a fact that I haven't really had a chance to mentor anyone in cadets because I'm uh, level 4 this year. Last year was level 3. And seeing that um, we got cut short through the pandemic um, I never really got taught the mentoring classes so I was never really like given the AOK to start um, giving lessons however yeah, that's cool. however um, uh, band has given me a very good um, outlet to teach others because I've been in band for a few years now and um, whenever there's like new cadets because this is a new squadron right not anyone eight is a very new squadron so we get new cadets who want to join band and yeah band really just became a way for me to teach younger cadets because there was lots of new cadets and um being in the band program for for a bit and without with the lack of level fours in band there were a lot of level three threes like me who had to step up and take the role as the section leaders that other flights had level fours to take and it really did help um, grow my ability to help others in cadets and in life. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I don't really know if you remember this, but I, I was in Thunderbird for like three hours at one point. Uh, you don't helped think me. I remember. Yeah, you don't remember, but I, I was, I was in Thunderbird for a couple hours because uh, I wanted to try it out uh, for a bit, and I was going to be a flute, but I started off with the bass drum, and I wasn't really half bad at it. But uh, you you helped me with a little a little bit of drill, so yeah, that was I don't know something I thought I'd put in there. For me, my very first mentorship position would be when I was a section leader. You know, I was in level four, and that was kind of when the pa 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 pandemic, panoramic, <laughs> uh, Panera Bread shut everything down. So. Yeah, um, I didn't really get the full experience, seeing as how I was only a section leader for a little bit over half a year and was still trying to get used to everything at that point. But um, if we kind of move forward to now, I'm in a more creative position and I'm kind of in charge of something that's, I guess you could say, my field. Because being media, you know, I'm a writer and like I get to do a lot of film editing stuff and now we're doing a podcast and I'm working with closely with people that have you know similar interests as me um however i think it's important to put it out there that you know sometimes you have to do things that you might not be the biggest fan of would you agree uh yeah so for an example um we're both really into media and doing this is kind of both of our like like what we enjoy doing but um i was put in charge of doing a survi survival day for the level twos and for those who know me i i do not like survival 
survival is not one of those things I enjoy. It's not one of those things I'm um, very interested in. But I was put in charge of this, and it was a really good time for me. Even though I didn't like sur- I don't like survival. It was really nice for me to reminisce about my experiences in level two, and how I could give that experience to the new level twos despite the pandemic. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's really important to kind of be as well-rounded as you can in this program because that's ultimately what gets you the most success. Um, if I'm kind of going to list out my own experience, um, being a section leader in person is something that requires you to, you know, have a good background in drill. I had to do a lot of things for attendance and I was calling a lot of commands and getting them ready for parade and doing a lot of marking as well as keeping cadets in check when it comes to actually being in parade. So I was in a way teaching drill to them. I wouldn't really say that drill is my favorite aspect of the cadet program. And I wouldn't really say that I hated it either, um, nor did I particularly enjoy it. However, it was really important. It was a, it was an eye-opening experience just because it's important to, you know, say yes to as many things as you can. Even though you might not enjoy it, it, it builds up your character and makes you more of a versatile person, right? Absolutely. Um, it's really important for you guys to try as many new things as you can, like biathlon, marksmanship, effective speaking, whatnot. I feel like all these things are really good um, experiences that everyone should at least try even if you don't like it it does give you background on it so if some other cadet when you you become a senior asks you hey uh you think effective speaking would be a good idea you can tell them about your own experience instead of going i'm not really sure i didn't really do it uh talk to this person you can give them your own experience instead and i feel like for a cadet that's like really important to have everything at your fingertips yeah, for the most part, it's it's okay. You don't have to like everything. No one's going to tell you that you have to like drill. No one's going to tell you that you have to like survival. But it is expected that you have adequate knowledge and experience to be able to guide others, especially when you get older. Um, yeah, that's honestly kind of like the biggest takeaway like from this episode of the podcast is to, you know, maybe have a better mindset a better um better attitude um when it comes to things think of it as you know experience for when you know get older and you have to maybe you'll have to guide somebody else through it right it just gives you more experience and if you don't like it that's perfectly fine but yeah at least you have more things under your belt yeah yeah you know try everything right Mm -hmm. It's not whether you like it or not. It's kind of like an experience getting thing. And for a cadet, that's really important. Yeah, especially, yeah. Because, you know, when you're accelerated, you know, I kind of wish I had more years to try everything. Uh, there's a lot of things that I really want to do but can't. So, you know, learn from my experience and from like Sergeant Upoli's experience and Sergeant Hall. Seems how we were all accelerated. You know, they wish that they had more time to experience and explore different aspects of the program. But... For the most part, you know, just try everything. Um, And it's amazing, like, what happens when you are really well-rounded. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that about wraps up this episode of Beyond the Blue. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Next week, we'll come back 
with a episode on drill and mentorship in that field. So stay tuned and we'll see you back in a week. Until then, we'll see you on the other side of the blue. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye.